0: Hey folks! If you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the Acast supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment, and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast, and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much!
1: Do you find the time when you can't find pause or confirmation once your face
0: is gonna open some doors? You do what you gotta do, stumble through. Hello folks, and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults trying to figure shit out. I'm your host, Paul Orujo. I'm a writer, theatre creator, and marketer. And this week we are talking about dating apps with the wonderful Bridget, I have already forgotten your surname and you told me in the elevator coming up (laughs) here. Morrison. Morrison. Bridget Morrison from Kindred Magazine. Thank you so much for being here. That's good. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You're my first internet friend because like we we met over Instagram and this is like the first time that we're like seeing each other's eyeballs. Yeah, it's not a screen. Yeah, it's not a screen. There are words that aren't (gasps) written. I'm like, what? Where's the text? Where's the like the subtitle? I know, right? Like this isn't an episode of Sherlock suddenly. Where, like, <laughs> you can see all the... <laughs> um, can you introduce yourself for the lovely listeners? Um,
1: so my name is Bridget. I'm one of the editors over at Kindred Zine. I'm a student. I'm a barista. I'm a wearer of many hats. Mm-hmm. I do lots of things. You might call me a writer, I guess. I don't call myself that because I don't like that title. But Fair, you could yeah. be like a, a creative Yeah, I'm just, I'm a person doing some things, stuff and things. Stuff and things? That's how I describe it to my family when they ask about creative things. Like, what are you doing? Stuff and things. (laughs) Stuff and things.
0: Stuffing things. Like stuffing
1: into things. That's exactly what I'm doing, yeah. Yeah. Stuffing content into brands, things Mm. into magazines, you know. Words into brains. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Great. I should put that on my resume. You
0: should. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's my cover letter now. (laughs) all right um so have you stumbled through anything this week ironically I've stumbled through um
1: internet dating and oh. catching feelings a little bit oh which I think is pertinent to
0: our topic oh my gosh what it's like you planned this I, I know what huh. tell me more like, um I oh no he's gonna listen to this I told well, about it it'll probably be like what oh okay maybe that's worse yeah. Okay, um, let's put a pin <laughs> in this and then at the time that this episode comes out, we will get in touch okay. and then I'll make you spill the beans. Okay. <laughs> Depending on how things went. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I know that feeling. Um, at the beginning of the year, um, I, I just like totally random just met someone. Yeah. Not like that, like we're not together. Um, yeah. But like I met someone And I sat down and I just remember, like, this is the first conversation we're ever having. And I looked at him and my immediate thought was, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I feel (laughs) that.
1: That's been me the past, like, two days just looking at my phone like, fuck, no. (sighs) I'm getting giddy. Why am I getting giddy? Mm,
0: This is a poor decision.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I don't want to be emotionally attached. I want to go back to being, like little
0: thought girl on instagram just breaking hearts you know like i mean like it's easier that way in some respects because like while um you know being unattached everyone gives you so much more freedom it also means that like you don't get the nice security though Mm -hmm. like you don't get to just come home after a long day and crawl into someone's arms
1: yeah you get to Describe how you'd like to do that to some boy on Tinder while he tries to slowly turn it into a sex. <laughs> just real, just oh, real smoothly. And it's, it's never smooth, though. It's no. It's never – It's like, oh, I'm tired. Why don't you get into bed with me?
0: Oh, can we not do that? I have a follow-up question. Um, so <laughs> she says she's tired and you are asking her to get into bed with you. Um, so what kind of sex are you intending on her? <laughs> what because it doesn't sound satisfying no not at all what I had a guy the other day who was like
1: oh you're snapchatting me and I said like it doesn't seem like you ever get out of your bed he's like oh I study in the morning then I nap during the day I'm like cool so you don't get out of bed. yeah exactly and I'm like okay cool and he's like maybe you should come nap with me winky face I'm like what that sounds like an unsatisfying experience I'm not driving over. I'm not booking that Uber. No, not
0: when like I've only, when you don't really know them. No. Like that's not, Oh, I I have issues with like if I know someone or like we're friends or whatever, then I'm cool with them touching me and like I'm fine with like hugging for hellos and interactions. Yeah. But anything other than that, I'm like, no, I don't know you. I don't know your favourite colour and I don't know how (laughs) you take your coffee slash tea. Do not touch me. Stop it. Things like napping, things like that, that's intimate. That's um, We're not there yet. You send no. me
1: vague Snapchats every couple of days. <laughs> like, that's not where we're at. <laughs>
0: <Not that> <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, so actual questions for the podcast. Okay. Yes, let's do the thing. I would like to go straight in for a favourite question okay. that we discussed. Uh, have you ever met someone and known in the first five minutes that you're not interested? What did you do? Okay,
1: so... I have met people that I know not in the first five minutes that I'm not interested I think it's in within the first five minutes of saying yes to a date mm. that I realize that I'm like I don't want to do this oh, it's that like you click send and then you're like oh now I know how I feel about yeah, this no I'm like no I was here for validation I'm not here for emotional attachment like mm. now I have to either cancel or make begrudging small talk for an hour over a probably overpriced glass of wine.
0: Oh, man. And I don't want to do that. Oh no. Who wants to do that on, no. like, the afternoon off? Not me. No. What I have discovered is um, that in some ways uh, my feminism is shooting me in the foot because <laughs> I feel I – feel I think it's my pride. Okay, it's not my mm. feminism, it's my pride. Yeah. Um, because I always want to, like, you know, split the bill at the end of a date. Mm. Um and that has led to me investing a lot of time and money in people who did not deserve it. <laughs> and I've already like put what, like $40 worth of makeup on my face and gotten to the location at however many prices. Like I didn't even think of like the price of the makeup
1: and like, yeah. oh, yeah. it's the special date clothes you wear to impress people mm. a little bit. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. Well, I don't usually get to the date point, mm. so I usually bail because okay.
0: I'm a, well, Bad you're just consider you're just yeah. considerate of people's time. You're oh, like, you know what? This is what I was here for, and I'm yeah. I'm not gonna waste your time.
1: I think I just I get bored. Sorry, that's mm. not a good thing. I think my relationship with Tinder is I go for validation, mm-hmm. and then I end up finding it. But then I'm like, you don't engage me as a person. Okay. Like you're obviously interested, and I'm interested on some level, mm-hmm. but not on a level where I actually want to spend time and money on you. Oh. I'm so. I sound like such a bad person.
0: Oh no, I think because you're not like, you didn't promise to go on a date yeah. with them. Like you're, and I don't know. I'm trying. but you're also being like radically transparent. Yeah. And you know maybe if we stop telling ourselves that we have to do all this stuff, then we'll be more transparent with other people, mm. and then we won't. Waste each other's time. I think
1: I live in fear of in the past I've always been the person who's sort of been strung along and then oh, ends up being the friend. So I, I live in fear of doing that to another person. Mm-hmm. I had – I think you commented on the saga on mm. Instagram of the boy who I ghosted and then kept coming back mm. to ask for the date. <laughs> I feel he's still
0: there. Every couple of days oh, I get a text. You, we need to just send a very – I see I can't do the whole (laughs) for better or for worse I'm a very frank person and Mm. so like I will tell you outright like I I sent a text to I think a guy who I've been on three dates and I was like look intellectually great and like on paper we work but like I'm just not feeling the feelings You're really really lovely but I'm just not feeling it that's the thing it was like this guy it's like
1: we talked for a while and for a while it was flirting and I was sort of interested and then I sort of I took a step back and I was like I'm not, though, am I? I think I'm just looking for connection. Mm. And you engage me intellectually, but otherwise it's not a thing. And, and like, I'd be like to be mm. friends. Like, I'd like to have yeah. those discussions. But it's very clear that that's not what you're here for. Like, mm. I said yes to the date initially because he was shoehorning it into mm. every conversation. Uh. And it was like, I need to say yes for you to shut mm. up. Mm. Stop bringing this. Fine.
0: Oh, that's so... Like on the one hand, you're you're being self-aware in the fact that you're like, "Oh, but that's not what I want. What I want is like X, Y, and Z, and I know that what you want is A, B, and C." Yeah. And like while there's a little bit of a crossover, you're not going to be happy if I agree to this. Yeah. And so like basically what you're doing is not working out your shit on other people mm. by not doing that, which is like it's a good thing. Yeah. I think we need to stop working ourselves out like I banned myself from like any kind of romantic interactions for a solid like eight months after I broke up with my last boyfriend. because okay. I was like, there is stuff per- not to do with him, but yeah. like my own things that I need to like sort mm-hmm. out. And I I know that if I'm with someone, I'm just going to end up working it out while I'm with them. Like, yes, to like, like working it out on them. Yes.
1: Yeah? Um, I banned myself from like deleted dating apps for a mm. hot minute a couple of months ago because I think I worked out that, I was like in there and like I'm looking for a relationship mm. and every time I got ghosted it was mm. like my heart's crushed even though mm. we've been talking for like three weeks but I think I realized that I was looking for a relationship or like a wall for that because parts of my other parts of my life were missing so yeah. like I didn't have that intimacy with my friendship mm. I didn't have you know I was missing these connections and I was looking to shove that all on one person which is not fair no. and I think I also had a lot of issues to do with like I was there for self-validation and as soon as someone gave me like a little bit of validation, I'd hand it all over like, you control that now. Mm -hmm. So if you ghost me... I'm not worthy of anything. But I have outsourced this to yes. you, so
0: you can't just leave the role without giving me a month's notice. Yeah, like, exactly. What are you so doing?
1: I took a, like I took a hot minute off dating apps. Mm. I was like, no, I can't do this. And then I, I grew as a person, and now why I'm. Are you? Thank you. I think it took a lot of self actualization. It also took a lot of like, why hasn't he responded? Mm. And like tears running down my cheeks, um, listening to Florence and the Machine and Jeremy <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> like, oh, but
0: so, so like I think. I totally get that. I Hmm. think that we discover so much about ourselves as people based on like how we interact with dating. Yeah. So in some perverse way, like, you know, um, dating is almost like an exercise in self-awareness and self-discovery. So something that we, bond, I think we actually said this like in the first conversation that we ever had and we were talking about like knowing that everyone else is talking to so many other people. So my question is, how can we deal with knowing everyone you are talking to is also talking to at least one other person and probably swiping each time they open the app? That's hard because Mm. it's hard to think
1: about that, especially when you start to develop a connection with a person. But you have to realise you're doing that yourself. Mm. Like, I have some people I've, like, sort of got emotionally attached with, but at the same time, I'm organising a date for Wednesday afternoon with some dude named Will. Mm. Like, yeah.
0: I think they're a little bit separate sometimes though because yeah. like just because you're organizing a date with Will whoever he is yeah <laughs> um it doesn't necessarily mean that like you're not as emotionally attached to like A yeah like Andy a. like you know they're they're separate things but at the same time I think that we have grown up on this diet of rom-coms where it's only one person yeah. and that is it yeah it's that like idea of like the promiscuous sort of mm.
1: and it's I think it's present in real life because a lot of my friends – it's hard for me for online dating because a lot of my friends are in long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. So I try to talk to them and they just don't get it. They're like, you have so many people on the go. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a bit hoary." I'm like, what? (laughs) I think think they mean it jokingly. Yeah. I hope so. But they're like, I don't understand because they've been with their partner for like three years out of high school. And they're like, I don't get how you do it. I'm like, neither do I sometimes, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Like, I think we're also –
0: like going. In the same way that, like, we're, like, force-fed this, there is only one person that you obsess over and that's the person that you're Mm. with and that is the only person in your life. We're also kind of trained in a way to be monogamous from day one in that you only see one person at a time, which is bullshit. Like, you're just going for drinks. Why must you, like, only have that one person that you're talking to then? like, But, like, when my mum was, like, doing all her dating stuff, you always had multiple people that you were seeing and then you decided to only see the one person and that was like a a real decision yeah I don't know I think I faced
1: going back into tinder was something I faced Mm. in myself but I think like why am I putting my emotional eggs in one basket like I want to put some emotional eggs in that Mm. one some physical eggs in that one Mm. some you know just bantery eggs in that one yeah and see how it works out like Because if you put your eggs in one basket, why am I using this eggs
0: analogy? This isn't… Because (laughs) we have ovaries and that's a very real thing for us, like the biological clock. It's my literal eggs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Your eggs. You know, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket and Mm. then that basket just sort of leaves. Because Mm. you know what? He had his eggs Mm -hmm. in other baskets himself and decided… I like that basket more. Yeah. Like, that's a bad situation for me and my eggs because, you know what, they go off. Mm. <laughs> they do. They do expire. They it's expire. terrifying. I
0: know. Don't. Ah, man, it's – I don't know. I suppose, like, on the one hand, it's like it depends on what works for you because mm. if something that you have to kind of address in yourself is this, mm. like, I have to leave before I'm left thing, yes. then it's a good idea for you to, like, slowly do that and be like, okay, well – this person is important so maybe I'll like give a little bit more of myself but I'm not just gonna you know I don't know maybe immersion therapy isn't the right term for that you know but like I think you have to be conscious of it and then be like okay am I acting out of fear and out of like my habitual kind of understanding of what will happen to me or am I acting out of well I'm not really like you know we'll see where it goes but I'm not going to commit myself to Andy just because yeah,
1: yeah. See, I think I'm the first sort of option. It was like mm. if I leave or if I detract myself, it's out of fear. Mm. It's out of that like sort of when I've put my emotional eggs in other baskets previously, it's been – um, I turn into the friend basket um. and
0: yeah – so, I mean, like friends are great. Friends There's are nothing great. wrong with the friend basket. It's just like when you wanted something more, yeah. it is a rejection of that. You're like, yeah. Oh. It's like I don't want to fall back there,
1: which I think is something I get when I get into sort of relationships, not relationships, like mm. connections, mm. where it starts to get not only like the sort of flirty side, mm. but intellectual. It's like, am I going to intellectual myself into the friendship? Mm. Or like, is they going to stop seeing me at some yeah. point? I think it's just a fear I have. And it's mm. something I need to like let down i think i'm slowly trying to do with Mm. um andy yeah yeah i think i'm slowly and i had this conversation with a friend over Mm. breakfast this morning actually i'm like this is the first time in like years i've actually let myself get to this Mm. point with like in the past couple of months not just with andy with Mm. other people i've let myself get to this point because otherwise i'm like i'm usually out of here i'm like
0: i make myself bored I'm mm. um, like, oh, you like sw- you do that thing where you flick this feeling switch. and yeah. you're know, like, this is a bad idea, so I'm opting out. Yeah, I- yeah, that's me. Like, mm. Mm,
1: he's yep. never gonna ask me out on a date if he hasn't asked me out on a date now. So you know what? We gone. We out. You know, it's scary.
0: It is, and I think that's why. Um, certainly something that I learned through facing a lot of other like shit in my head was that you know dating feels very personal, but it probably isn't because mm. like it's not. Like, if you decide to leave Andy now because you're like, you know what? This is a bit too real for me. I'm just going to say goodbye right now because I can't, like, I have to do some more growing before I put my eggs in this basket and yeah. deal with whatever comes after. Like, if Andy's there like, oh, no, it's because I wasn't X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, she, she's got some stuff to work out. Yeah. Don't panic. So if someone isn't texting you back or if you aren't getting as many matches or if those matches aren't converting into dates, like, it may be, probably – statistically (laughs)
1: has nothing to do with you oh yeah and that's hard to realize particularly in dating because it's such a personal area of your life yes like oh yeah oh the the whole thing about not texting back that's a big thing for me Mm. like I'm really bad at texting a lot of the time but when people are bad at texting me it's like a personal (laughs) affront. I'm like they don't like me they are annoyed (laughs) you know what I can't Make the first move and Mm. express interest because then you know what? I'm annoying. And they're obviously not texting me because they don't like me and I can't annoy them anymore. I've obviously done that too much. And that's not a good headspace to be dating. Uh, Man, like the voices in your head will get you every time. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I just like I'm going to move out to a cabin Mm. in the woods with a cat and a vibrator.
0: Yeah. And that's where we're at. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, actually this kind of like relates really well to the next question I have which is um so the similarities between dating apps and business transactions do you think the ease of it all has made people less appreciative of human connection? like we can call an uber we can get some food we can do x y and z with like you know a couple of taps on our phone and now we can kind of weirdly like browse the menu of people who might be interested in us in our immediate area yes but like it's so detached from actually being in a bar and like looking at someone and being like oh my god should i go and talk? to them? i don't know oh my god, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <gasps> he's looking <laughs> <laughs> see this is interesting to me because i'm gonna move from tinder to bumble because mm. i've started going on I've, yes. I've already said this i'm on bumble I was on Bumble and then I was on Hinge. Um, I prefer it because you get a better sense of the person before you actually match with them. So like Mm. you get photos and you get like questions that they've chosen and answered. That's what I like about Bumble as Mm. opposed to Tinder.
1: Yeah. The thing I like about with Bumble is when you match with people, though at first it was scary because you had that pressure and like Mm. first 24 hours you have have Mm. to like talk to someone. Yeah, It sort of gave me the opportunity to go through which people I actually want to connect with and mm. talk to and the people I just sort of swiped right with because, oh, they're pretty and we look like somewhat similar people and we could theoretically, yeah you know, get along. But I've decided no. Mm. And the people who have, you know, you've read the questions, you've seen the pictures, mm. and you're like, no, I actually want to connect with that person. Mm. And that is very transactional. Like this swipe was either for a relationship, like something like mm. that, or it was just, yeah, okay, validation. Like, oh, mm. pretty, you think I'm pretty? Mm incredible mm. end of end of business yeah. transaction that's all i needed yeah, yeah. i just needed that validate sometimes you just go on tinder yeah. and like dating apps but that's why i downloaded tinder mm. i downloaded tinder and that was my first dating app when i was hung over one day fair <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, i think it's oh, it's so interesting like the little rush that you get and i feel like we turn to our phones to that for a lot like mm. instagram any dating app or not any dating app because like there's such a huge like You'll get, you get a match and you get that rush of dopamine. But then, like, you're swiping and you're getting no matches. And then, like, it cuts you like very few other yeah, things you Yeah, like, can. I'm not having a good night tonight. No. Why?
1: Look at my profile. Look mm. at how cute I am. Why doesn't the rest of mm. the world or the, the greater Ipswich mm. and Brisbane area
0: agree? Mm. You're wrong. <laughs> Thank you. That is what – you know what? We need to – I think we need to make like a special audio clip for anyone who is on a dating app right now and they're like, I'm not getting any matches. What's wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with you. You are wonderful. You deserve all the good things in life. Don't panic. It's probably their shit. You should put that on a t-shirt. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're excellent. It's just their shit clouding their vision. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Was there anything else you wanted to say on like the topic of kind of like dating apps versus business transactions? Because... There is a bit of a contract there. Like it's just that we're being very poor clients to each other because we're not being clear about our expectations. Yeah, we're not we're not outlining what's in the contract. Yeah. Two,
1: two opposing parties mm-hmm. um, come into a different idea of what that contract is. And it's very personal. Mm. And it's not just like relationships and stuff like that and going into that. It can be like casual hookups. Like some people come in with their own baggage and their own mm. expectations as opposed to other people. Yeah. And you need that constant clarity. Yeah. I can't. This is why I can't do like things like casual hookups and like mm. dick appointments, as, mm.
0: as the kids are calling them. Yeah, this a, <laughs> I I am not cool enough to know any of this. I'm sorry, a dick appointment, a dick appointment. Yeah, literally really wanna a transaction. Diary. <laughs> I want to see that in someone's diary. Like dick, two p.m. dick appointment with Andy. <laughs> Followed <laughs> immediately by 5.45pm, dick appointment with Taylor. I have friends
1: who are like, they're only really there for the dick appointments. And mm. then it's things like, oh yeah, I've got to see this guy
0: before work. I'm like, before work? She's like, yeah, I start at 10.30. I'm seeing him at 8.30. I'm like, I'm impressed that they can just do those bodily functions on command <laughs> like like that. Yeah. yeah wow it's, it's in the schedule they have a system yeah and it's just they're wow, good we'll on you. be
1: ready to go mm-hmm. by eight we'll be at the apartment by eight we'll be done by nine
0: <laughs> so much prep involved in that good on you i know we're doing incredible. that incredible they yeah. need to do event organization <laughs> man i want them to organize my life i'll pass that on <laughs> <laughs> um. do you think it's made it like with that whole nature, do you reckon it's made it easier or harder to deal with rejection? Because, like, on the one hand, it's, like, little nicks of rejection all the time and it's quite constant. So do you think that we kind of get a little bit inured to it or do you think it just makes it even more difficult because it keeps coming from every angle? I think it it's not
1: necessarily – because you can't really see when people reject you on mm. Tinder, I guess. You'll swipe, like, left on someone, mm. but you'll forget about them in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like – I guess you don't really, unless it's like constant, like you're Mm -hmm. getting no matches for a a hot hour. Yeah, while you're scrolling in bed, just Mm. I don't think it really. Otherwise, you don't really see the rejection, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. I think what rejection hits harder is, I guess, when you're emotionally, for me anyway, Mm. emotionally investing or starting to emotionally invest and having that sort of turned around, or not even just like I'm not emotionally invested in you. I don't want anything to do with you. It's I don't want this from you I just want you know xyz not yeah. abc I want not the naps mm. I want the other things done in yeah. the bed but not the
0: naps <sighs> yeah it's I want both yeah sorry mm. I suppose what dating apps can teach us yeah. is how to like separate um the fact that just because someone wants something different to you doesn't mean there's something wrong with you like yes. just because your wants and needs are different doesn't those two are incompatible together it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or lacking somewhere or mm. failing somehow like it's just well you went to the hardware store for milk like the- exactly yeah. and like everyone comes
1: into dating apps i guess with their own personal baggage they mm. come in with their own intentions and their own sort of proclivities like yeah. some people come in like i'm not looking for anything committed anything committed is like yeah. the devil yeah some people come in with an open mind like i don't know we'll see where it goes i'll put in my eggs in all the baskets and we'll see some people go in with like i just want a relationship
0: Mm. which i think is hard on dating apps and usually not the best way to go do you reckon it's harder on dating apps or in real life like we're i think we have to like bundle this and then move into our um things i've never said segment but like i'm really interested in this conversation just here
1: I don't know. I don't – I think it depends on the type of person you are. I think Mm. dating apps make finding, like, relationships easier in the sense that there are people that you know Mm. out there. It's easier to connect with people. The logistics are simplified. Making a relationship with people in real life is hard. Like, when we spoke online, you talked Mm. about, like, oh, there are so many people, Mm. but – like, the nature of my life, the way I do uni, you know, my degree. I'm like, I don't know a lot of people from uni because it's just so... You follow the same path, like, to
0: work every day and when you're not, like, working or doing this and it's with, like, the same groups of people. So it's so difficult to kind of, like, put yourself out there when you're so busy getting work done up in here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm too busy hustling. Mm.
1: It's it's easy to get that hustle on Tinder. Mm. But I don't... Yeah, I think... I think it's harder in real life. I don't think it should be, but I think just the nature of modern day, and I guess mm. the way everyone has so much going on in life, mm. it's harder. I think a lot of people, like a lot of people I know that are in long term relationships, it's been stuff like out of high school. Yeah. Oh, can I go back to high school and settle down there? That would have been so much easier. I should have made that decision. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't help you with that. <sighs> I'm sorry. Where's my time machine?
0: Yeah, I'm, good, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so now it is time for the things i've never said segment Ooh. where we accept anonymous submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss so we had four beautiful submissions today our first submission is uh, i have zero intention of meeting someone from a dating app i just do it to see how many matches i can get and get a confidence boost and then the little like emoji oh you can't see me um yeah, arms, it's are like the arms are up the arms are up, up. they're yeah. kind of like
1: mm, well yeah what you gonna do i kind of think of the chick is like flicking her hair sort of thing mm. like, oh,
0: oh. oh well oh well mm.
1: i feel that because when i went into tinder for the first time dating apps for the first time mm. it was purely validation i had mm. no interest in meeting anyone i'm like if i chat with people that's cool mm. but and you know probably wasn't a good idea because i wasn't the state of mind to be ready for that but, but you learned that and I now you that, won't yeah. do that again no it, you i went back but when I started it was purely like, tell me I'm pretty, tell mm. me I like my self-confidence that I have in myself is valid. And mm. I think I understand that, but I think that gets dangerous. Mm. And I think from I know from personal experience that, that gets dangerous. I know from experiences with other people and the interactions they've had with people getting very clingy and not respecting boundaries mm. that that gets dangerous. I think there should be a thing in your
0: bio about your emotional baggage, like where you're at in your head. But I don't want anyone to know that until they decide to choose it. So I just want the algorithm to know (laughs) and then to match me with with someone like who would connect. But like so we have an unspoken agreement that our baggage looks good together.
1: It's similar. It's similar baggage. We have similar expectations. They
0: will fit in the overhead locker and it'll be okay. I love that analogy. (laughs) The overhead locker of my heart. (laughs) Um, submission number two. Um, I have been messaging someone for weeks. Oh, okay. So maybe this is the other side of submission number one. Um, I've been messaging someone for weeks. Witty, flirty banter about our favorite books and TV shows. I got excited when I got a message from them. When we finally met in person, it was like dead air between us. Oh, shit. I don't know if we wasted all of our chemistry online or if we didn't have any chemistry to begin with. It was a big letdown. Oh, first of all, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> that's, oh that's a situation i feel like it's hard to transition from especially when you have those conversations and you get to know someone the longer it gets drawn out the more expectations you put in a person and the more nervous you get
0: i can understand that you, yeah and the more you like create this idea of what they will be like in your head mm. and then the minute that there is like uh, like discord between the person in your head that you're about to meet and that you're meeting and the person that they actually are mm. like there's that that's tension right yeah.
1: there yeah also it's so much easier to be confident in the way you speak and the way mm. you are in dating apps or like not even dating apps, yeah. just online it's yeah. easy to be confident i'm confident these days on like online exchange i'm happy to message mm. people um i'm not like that in real life i am quite reserved the fact that i'm getting words out on this podcast is um and not just going <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you're doing so uh, well thank good you good on you thank, thank you care.
1: um you know because i'm very different i'm like mm. i can be that person but i need to be comfortable mm. and you can't exactly get comfortable with a person over an online exchange yep. that's hard
0: like it i suppose yeah and there's also there's a thing there's like an actual like proper physiological chemistry thing where like when you meet someone your brain does this like mathematical equation in its head of do i want to have babies with you am i physically attracted Do I like that? And that happens within like five seconds of you meeting someone Mm. and it's subconscious. So you can't really like control it. Yeah. And you can like change your mind as things go on. But that like initial impression is really, really powerful. And I suppose like you you can't do that over a dating app. Yes. You you just, you can't. And so you meet them in person and then you're like, oh, body says no. Bye. Yeah. The initial photos say yes. The conversation Mm. says yes. But then when you physically
1: meet them in person, Mm. it's like, no,
0: there's like, I don't know, I picture it as, like, radio waves coming out of their body and they're just not mixed. Like, we're on different channels. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's it's not happening. It's not happening. The and children aren't
1: happening. Yeah. It's not.
0: It's just not. And, like... And
1: there's yeah. no point settle like... As much as people, you might want a relationship or something yeah. like that. There is no point settling. No one mm. benefits from settling mm. into something because
0: you want affection. No, don't do that. Don't. And I... if you feel like you are doing that, go watch Daniel Sloss's Jigsaw. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll change your life. It's good. It's so good. Mm. Um, but, yeah, to, to the person who sent this in, man, sometimes shit just happens and yeah. that sucks. Um, I'm real sorry. It's... Um, something that, um, my therapist told me when I was like, cause I go through these spates of like going on dates and being on the dating app and doing it a lot. And that'll last like a month and then I'm off it. And mm. that's me for the year. <laughs> that's cause I'm like, I'm busy. Stop! I've filled my quota. I get mm.
1: emotionally exhausted with mm. the constant, like the constant small talk <sighs> and the constant, how are you?
0: What yeah. are you doing? What do you do for a job? I get overstimulated. There's I'm like st- too many, yeah. like too many notifications. There's too many people I'm talking to. There's yeah. too much, too much.
1: I get like a solid month and then i leave for a month and I'm back for a month. Yeah. You know, if you don't catch my attention in that month, mm. then. Try no, again next month. Yeah, there's, there's no hope for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's done. No hope. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I get the, could try again next month, but the likelihood
0: of me answering is it's it's pretty small. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> when you, um, like something that she was telling me was that, um, it just because like you are encountering more dickheads at the minute, or like more people who aren't floating your boat, or something like you know what are um the mission? Okay, the person who sent submission to in oh. um said uh, it doesn't mean that like all people are like that or that there's a higher proportion. It's just that you're putting yourself out there more, yeah. and so you're having more of those experiences. Mm-hmm. So chin up, it'll be okay. I want to do one more and then I think we have to wrap up. Okay, so last submission. Um, As someone who's been in a relationship since before the dating app revolution, I've watched my friends struggle with the stigma surrounding finding a significant other online. Watching them shudder to say we met on Tinder slash Grindr slash Bumble, etc. Really upsets me. Who gives a shit if it's online? A degree studied online is just as valid as one studied on campus. Why doesn't society share the same perspective when it comes to love? Be proud of who you're with, not how you're with them. Chin up and bone down, you horny motherfuckers. I still love that. That's I my love favorite it. thing. We had a good chuckle to that before I, we started. <laughs> I need that. That is my new
1: Tinder bio right mm. there. Yeah. And, and at the moment, it's non-farmer wants a wife. But you know what? That's
0: it now. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry. Non-farmer wants a Can we go circle back to the real quick? <laughs> Because you know how you have the show, like, Farmer yeah. Wants a Wife? Well, I'm not a
1: farmer, am I? It's a non-farmer wants so a... It works well. I
0: get... Yeah, fair.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Before it, that was 12 years old, I'm ready to party, so you know what? <laughs> look oh.
0: at <laughs> The look of pure shame. <laughs> <laughs> Unbridled shame. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> um, what I'm gonna ask you the question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast: um, What would you do if you knew ten thousand people would do the same? Um, this is
1: this is a big question. This is one of those things. Like, do you listen to the Guilty Feminist at all? Oh my god, yes. It's one of those like, I'm a feminist, but, but. you sit oh, and think there it. for ages. I have my, I'm a feminist, but um, I'm a feminist, but I make fun of my brothers' armpit hair for being shorter than my own. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness <laughs>
1: okay.
0: alrighty um Breathe. <laughs> but the, actual question, the actual question of um what would you do if you knew 10,000 people would do the same um
1: I think um I think basic things like I don't know stay hydrated mm that's that's a good one thank you yes my one of my year yearly resolutions like i don't set resolutions mm-hmm. but i was like i need to cut down on caffeine because mm-hmm. i think i have an addiction mm-hmm. and drink more water because one cup a day isn't cutting it mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure i'm dehydrated um and i've been trying to do that i've been doing relatively well yeah. and i think people should follow in my stride yeah yeah
0: that'd be cute yeah stay, hydrated,
1: you, peeps. Yeah. stay
0: uh, hydrated yeah
1: Invest in that, like, reusable water bottle. None of that mm. single plastic. Get one of the tank water bottles, the massive mm. two-liter ones. Um, stay hydrated.
0: <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yay. Um, do you have anything to plug and where can we find you? I don't really have anything to plug, per you se. edit a magazine.
1: I do edit a magazine. Yeah. It's called Kindred. The second edition is coming. When I work my shit out, I'll stumble through that. <laughs> hey, comedy. Um, I also work on a project called Shop Brisbane. So go follow that. What Shop Brisbane? So oh. it's like a little pla- It's like a localized version of the Urban List. Oh yes. Um, and I'm working on that. That actually launches. The actual like website itself launches in like late June. So, but she's a permanent fixture. So go follow that. I've been writing yeah. my little heart out. On that. Yeah. And you can follow me on my own social media. Just Bridget Morrison. B B-R-I-D, R I D. I don't spell my own name. I don't know.
0: I'll link it in link the show it, notes. Yeah. Don't you worry, folks. Get I'll link it in the show me notes. the followers, get me the mm. clout. I'm very excited. <laughs> very excited for this. Um thank you again for coming on and for sharing your stories and your insights and your heart with us. I've really really enjoyed this conversation as have I um thank you for listening and thanks as always to zane that's not canon productions for producing the show graphics are by claudia piggott music by jessica fletcher if you stumbled upon us don't forget to rate and review the podcast because it really really helps other people find us and you can find us on instagram at stumble through pod and facebook as stumble through podcast there's always always <laughs> there's also a snazzy facebook group that i've created yeah, uh, and that is where I have put all the crib notes that I made for the private health insurance episode. Oh. So if you want to read all my crib notes on private health insurance, uh, check it out. I sure do. Yeah. Go check that out. I'm going to do it. Yeah, Let going join the group. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. So what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer,
1: Liz Best and
0: Zancy Weber.